We're gonna press on, and we're gonna have the hap hap happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. Welcome, 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 welcome to this very festive, very merry, very decked of the halls Toronto Beer Podcast. Uh, this wonderful holiday season with me, your host, Chris Schreier, and back in the co-pilot seat, goose to my maverick, um, I, I'm out of partnership, Batman to my Robin, I don't know. Mandy Murphy, how you doing? Hey, Chris, I'm pretty good. Uh, how are you doing tonight? You sound a little sleepy. Yep. Yep, feeling it. I'm feeling it. A lot of mail to deliver, Mandy. A lot of parcels. A lot of people need their mail. I was wondering this before we uh, before we jumped on the the mics here. Wondering who is busier at this time of year: a mail delivery guy like yourself, or uh, someone running a bottle shop in the East End of Toronto? I am willing to bet that the answer is the bottle shop operator. That like I'm busy but it's all pretty manageable and if i don't do it like if i don't get it done it's not the end of the world sometimes the parcel that was supposed to get delivered today it gets delivered tomorrow and that's just how we roll yeah but you run at a time right it's uh if it's not today it's tomorrow if it's not tomorrow it's the next day but once friday comes and goes there must be is there an intense amount of pressure to get that stuff dropped um, well, if there is, I haven't felt it yet. I mean, there is, there's always intense pressure, but it isn't, um, yeah, not, not particularly. I think there's a sort of unspoken, uh, sense of like, come on, seriously, if you left it till Friday to get delivered, what did you expect was going to happen? Yeah, fair enough. There is also going to be Saturday delivery though. So have you been working weekends then? Negative. Oh, good. I am. Yeah, no, that is that is not on uh, in my books. Weekends are when I hang out with my adorable children and my wonderful wife. And so, yeah, no, but uh, respect to the guys who do it um, and respect to their bank account, because I think they're making double time and a half. Um, so it's it's pretty, pretty lucrative delivering the old mail on the weekend. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. Also, you got to watch out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy talk. But anyway, uh, so bottle shop busy. You selling a lot of beer? Christmas is pretty, pretty intense for us. It's, uh, it's busy. Most days feel like uh, a holiday long weekend in the summer where the LCBO and beer store are closed, though they are not closed. So it's, uh, it's an adventure. It's fun. We're, we've extended hours this week and some extended and then reduced hours next week. So uh, it's a lot, but it, it's good. It's great for business. Yeah, that and is it's, great. It's great to see the people that are uh, the neighbors that may come in once or twice a year. This is when they're they're making that visit, so it's a good chance to impress them and give them a good experience. Nice. And what's uh, what's on the shelves of the bottle shop right now for all of the, your neighbors' festive needs? Well, we have a, a very large variety. The two that I'm most excited about is that we have Prospect, which is a single hop IPA, both... Uh, Citra and Simcoe and so for the first time ever we have two versions of Prospect available fresh at the very same time we've never managed to pull that off before and the whole idea with Prospect is that it it gives you the chance to really get familiar with one single hop so we we use one hop for the purposes of um, bittering flavor and aroma and we 
We do all the early and late additions as well as the dry hopping with that single hop. And so the beer really shows off the, the characteristics of that unique hop. And really the best way to drink something like that is side by side with another hop. And you've never really been able to do that before, at least with our beer um, or our single hop series. So now you can, and it's really, it's really a fun experience, ex- experiment. Um, it's really educational as well. So it's cool to have those both in the shop. We have 643 or double IPA, which is just available once a year. We always brew it at Christmas time. Um, nice. Some of the the mainstays like Maris and Ephus, bricks and mortar, our uh, seasonal coffee porter, and then a few other options as well. So there's a lot of variety this year in the shop, which uh, we learned last year was pretty necessary because we were, by the end of the holidays, I think we were down to like Maris and 643 or one or the other, and there really wasn't uh, <laughs> a lot of offerings for people with varied palettes or wishes so it's, it's good it's been a good year that's what, awesome super cool speaking of beer what are you drinking tonight chris well uh i had a host of things to choose from and due to my sleepy state and my uh just need for simplicity uh which isn't a knock on this beer it's actually uh if anything it's a, a comfort kind of food style beer but i opted for a lovely uh tall boy of collingwood's downhill pale ale, oh nice which is, yeah a good one. just super good yeah just a solid solid american ipa or a uh, pale ale uh what about yourself i love those Maddie? folks at collingwood it's great beer it's a it's a go-to oh, for me too nice yeah. Tonight, I am drinking an Amsterdam farmhouse series, the Bordeaux Lac Saison. Oh, so I've good, actually eh? never had this before, and I am very excited about it, just two sips in. It has yeah. a beautiful, beautiful white, like, frothy, lasting head on it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and the, the spices off the yeast in that are just crazy but good. Car- the carbonation is is, like, really, really lovely, though. I like it. I wish more... Beers like this had that level of carbonation. Yep. It's real, real, real good. Was that a pickup from your uh, Tempest Day, No Tempest? Yeah, shop? it is. Yeah. Yep. It's from the day I got upsold to real hard. That's awesome. Cool. Well, so as we've already been talking about, and you'd be, you know, living under a rock not to have noticed it, uh, Christmas is coming. And if there is a goose somewhere, it is getting fat. Uh, so we we're going to talk a little bit about like beer and Christmas, um, because, well, I think, I obviously think a lot of people probably drink some beer at Christmas time, but like, eh, there's, there's some real room for intentionality around good beer and good Christmas celebrations. Um, but before we actually dive right into that, do you guys have any specific, like kind of family tradition things that you guys do Christmas time? You buy each other pajamas and boxing or christmas eve you open them and wear goofy pajamas and watch a movie or something like that yeah we do some of that stuff uh i know i talked a little bit about some of the traditions last year so in attempts to not uh totally Uh, totally repeat myself probably should have listened to that um if anyone's like listening straight through straight through the episodes this might get a little a little repetitive i like to do a lot of we're looking at you (laughs) hey dave and his name's Dane, by the way. I called him Dane. Dane. Right I just said Dave. Dane. Hey, Dane. Hi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Christmas. What do we do? Well, Christmas also happens to be my birthday, so it's That's extra right. special time of year. Um, yeah. We we typically have like the same sort of family events that we we do each year. We see the same groups of people, and some of our lovely extended family that you don't get to see throughout the year or very many times. Um, 
over the the course of the, the the other seasons but see them I do quite a bit of baking I was a bit bummed out with the big snowstorm on the weekend I was supposed to have my annual baking weekend with Nana um, mm. my grandmother will will come and spend the weekend with me and we'll do a bunch of baking we'll usually work on a knitting or a crochet or a cross stitch project together um, it's basically like a grandma's weekend and I love it more than anything but she was snowed in uh, she lives up in Orangeville she was snowed in on the weekend so we had to cancel our our weekend together which makes me a little sad but that's unfortunate yeah so that that was sad also i've had the an, as an indication of how chaotic this season has been i've had my tree up for i want to say five weeks four or five weeks we wow. have an artificial tree uh yeah to this day and what day is it december 20th december 20th yeah. that we're recording it's it still only has just the lights on it it has not been decorated <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I can I can feel that we we decorated our trees. Obviously, the kids are a good driver for that. And uh, this year, actually, we we got a real tree. This is our new thing now. We had uh, an old sort of artificial that we finally got rid of last year, and so we're we're new tree or uh, real tree folks now. But uh, we got it we got it decked. But I've been sitting on and. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be too late. We'll probably crack a bottle anyway. But uh, I've got all this wine that I made this year that I've been really meaning to get bottled off uh, in time for Christmas, which now, strictly speaking, you really want to give it a week or two mm-hmm. in the bottle just to kind of settle down before you uh, you drink it, and ideally a lot longer than that. Um, but uh, we're going to bottle it off and maybe make like, two bottles worth of mulled wine out of it and not really worry too much about how settled in the bottle it is at that I point. love mulled uh, wine you could totally get away with something like that too for the like the bottle shock I don't know that would have a much of an impact if you're gonna put some spices in mullet anyway yeah exactly it's gonna get oxidized and heated yeah. and like I don't think it's, I think we need to be worried about it we have I say a recipe it's not really a recipe quite but uh we learned a technique for making mulled wine from German friends of ours and I will share it it has nothing to do with beer but uh, you take your wine like two three four however many bottles you're going to make you pour them in the pot you know cut an apple or two up cut up a couple of oranges chuck them in some cinnamon sticks you know some nutmeg a uh, bit of allspice, uh, all that's floating around in there, and then you bring it up to temp, right? And you don't need to get it to hit a boil. You just want to get it hot and let it, like, you know, every, everyone to get, get to know each other. But then the pièce de résistance, and our German friends do this inside. I normally take it outside for fear of burning down the house. But you get, like, sugar used to come in cones way back in the day, like 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 a century ago. It would be this cone... Uh, sort of Christmas tree shaped, um, you know, maybe eight or ten inches high, and uh, you get you can still get these, especially from German food suppliers. And uh, a good German has like a, a device that actually kind of suspends this above the pot. But I just kind of jury rig up some bits and pieces to hold it in place, and then you saturate that in high proof rum, and then you light that on fire. What? Yeah, and then you take the high-proof rum and you pour it through the fire and it breaks down the sugar cone. And so some of the rum is burning off, but a lot of it ends up in the mulled wine, as does a lot of this sugar, a lot of which gets caramelized by the fire. And then once it's all broken down and in the pot and you've basically mixed like half a liter of high-proof rum into say like two bottles of wine and you give it a final kind of mix around 
and then you drink that and you have yourself a very very merry christmas that sounds pretty tasty and also really fun whenever you get to include fire as part of drink making it's always yeah, a good I time think more drinks should involve fire i agree it's it just really enhances the experience all around visually yeah. from the, an aromatic perspective temperature it like from a sensory sense perspective it's awesome i love it <laughs> yeah makes you worried that you're gonna lose your makes eyebrows it more dangerous more more yeah, daring. We, we I love it. Fun. It's more fun. Yeah. We have a fiery yeah. beer coming out soon, too. <gasps> Can you say more? Oh, is it uh, a, a repeat of the, uh, the, the s'more one? You bet. Nice. Yeah, see, exactly. Set things on fire in a safe way. Really ups the ante, I think. Yeah, when there's texture and temperature and serving rituals, and it really enhances, like, added aromatics and visuals. It enhances the drinking yeah. experience, so... And it's like table service. Like, have you ever had a baked Alaska? I have not, no. I remember we used to go on cruises when I was quite a bit younger. My my parents, that was their sort of preferred hot location holiday was to go on a, a Caribbean cruise. And uh, invariably, one night of every cruise, the dessert would be baked Alaska. And the service staff would all kind of go off to the kitchen and the lights would drop and they'd all come out with music and carrying these baked Alaskas that had a fire burning in the middle of them. And then there would be this elaborate table side dousing of the fire and cutting of the baked Alaska in service. And it's like, yeah, it's like table side service. It's great. When you go into the the uh, the ballroom the top room at your place and you know somebody hand torches you a, a little marshmallow on a stick and puts it on the top of the pint like that's 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 a beautiful little flourish you know and it's just really fun to get to light stuff on fire all day <laughs> also true now do you ever do christmas pudding and light that on fire i don't know do you you do yeah see like the whole day really at christmas you can lighting stuff on fire? on fire that's fine yeah, like absolutely. Um, yeah, we we actually didn't make pudding this year because it's just going to be uh, the four of us Christmas Day. And uh, so it's going to be pretty chill. But uh, yeah, normally I would make up the pudding and uh, then douse that in brandy and then light that on fire. Because, <laughs> by the way, really when you're lighting stuff on fire on Christmas, it needs to be alcohol. That's that's the real secret to, uh, to success is light a lot of alcohol on fire. It's nice um, to have a nice little fire roaring too in the fireplace if you if you have that yes doesn't need to be alcohol to yeah that. yeah that's true do you have a fire i do yeah it's pretty tiny it's pretty miniature you but can only a... have one small log in at a time but it's nice to have it on <laughs> we have a fireplace but it doesn't have a liner in the chimney now uh. and uh so it's not safe for you so we instead of lighting stuff on fire in a fun way we would have a chimney fire and that's no fun on christmas day so uh, that would not, not be the good. kind of fire no. you would like to have on christmas day no yeah no light brandy on fire don't light the chimney on fire that's uh somebody should put that on a t-shirt all right so back uh, to tradition chris what what do you have planned yeah. this year that's uh beer related and is part of your your christmas tradition well um, one of the things that I, I do like to do is, uh, I, you know, you always have some big bottles kind of set aside, um, in the fridge or in the cellar or whatever. And I like to make a little bit of a lineup of those that are going to get knocked off through the day. And so it's, it's like a little, little pre-planning of like, okay, so 
what bottle, like what's the order going to be? What am I thinking about opening these? And, uh, and again, it's just the four of us. And so obviously Ben and Grace don't really drink beer. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Erica is not a huge beer drinker. So it's really just on me now, but that's kind of nice in a way because it's like, okay, I, I get to make some decisions. So I've got like, uh, I know I've got a St. Amboise, uh, Russian Imperial stout. That's, I think four or five years old now. Um, so that one might be a, a mid-afternoon kind of little tipple. And it might be time. I've got a big bottle of Unibrew 17 that's now five or six years nice. old. That one could go down. Yeah, so just, you know, th these beers are made to be drank. So kind of just selecting a little lineup of beers and, uh, and, and knocking them down through the day with the mulled wine, of course, and possibly some eggnog with rum. <laughs> if you get the chance on this mulled wine thing, just back to it for a second. And I've heard that mulled wine with... Um if you take the warm mulled wine and have fresh, like really effervescent ginger beer on hand, I've heard that those make a killer cocktail combination. It's something mm, I'd like delicious. to try myself this year because I've not tried it. I've not tried it, but it sounds delicious. Well, that's an interesting proposition. Mm -hmm. I may well have to do that. I'll also have at that point some bottles of the Kvike uh, I made, the Norwegian oh, nice. uh, farmhouse beer. Yeah, so might see how that goes. Uh, that's stylistically something that you would consider like a winter type beer in that it's high alcohol it's got really nice spice character uh last time i tasted it it still had some nice not even like orange peel but like just pure orange kind of taste to it uh which is quite nice so and then of course it's got a little uh, juniper to it so it's got a little evergreen kind of tannin bomb going on sounds very it, seasonal cool yeah do you have any uh like winter beers that you are particularly fond of what do I have lined up that I'd like to try? You know what? Not specifically winter beers, but I, what I'm looking forward to drinking this holiday season, there's two things. I have some of our own beers that I'm really going to try to convert some family and friends on. It sounds like your holiday is going to be a lot more peaceful than mine. We, mm -hmm. When we're not entertaining, we're going to be attending really big group gatherings. So I have some of our higher ABV stuff lined up, and I know there are people... Most of the people will be around and that we'll be with. Most of the family members are fairly um, unadventurous beer drinkers. And mm -hmm. so I'm actually going to bring out a bunch of our Magnus Forest Belgian Golden Straw because I think it, it's actually a nice, bold, flavorful gateway option for people because uh, it's nice. not big and, and hoppy, but it has a lot of interesting flavor going on. And yep. some 643 double IPA. I'm going to be bringing some of that around too. And my, my plan this year is I have the cheeses from our recent beer and cheese pairing um, that mm -hmm. really enhance the flavors of those beers, like very special, unique cheeses. I, I wish I could describe them to you right now, but I, I can't off the top of my head. I would need to look back. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. I picked some of them up today. And so that's going to be the way I convince some of my family and friends that wouldn't otherwise go anywhere near beers like that uh, to taste them because I think you can, you can make friends with cheese pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, and it, it makes it the whole thing, I think, a little more approachable. Yeah, now I'm just going off memory here, and obviously uh, a certain amount of sort of educated extrapolation because turkey's not my, my jam. But I would think that that Magnus Force, that'd be a good turkey I beer. think it would as well. Yeah, I, th I think yeah. it would work well with a lot of the sides that you might typically do at Christmas as well, or that you might typically do with a turkey. Totally. Yeah, totally. So I'm going to try to pawn that off on some family members and convert them because I'm determined to uh, to win them over. Um. <laughs> 
So there's that. But then personally, the thing that I'm looking forward to enjoying for the holidays, and it hasn't arrived yet, so I'm I'm hoping that my mail delivery guy will get it to me in time, is uh, I've placed a... Actually, I should talk quieter so Mark doesn't hear me on this. Some of these will be stocking stuffers for him. I've ordered some nice. beer from uh, the Half Hours on Earth Brewery. Uh, yeah. Have you tried their stuff? Um, I've had a single one of their beers at somewhere <laughs> that's not a great <laughs> good story uh, good story i know where was it i had it it was a festival or something and i had i had like it was in a bottle and it was fantastic cool. yeah i've been hearing such great stuff so i placed an order you can actually buy their beer online through their website and it gets shipped to you the same week through canada post basically the same thing that ends up happening when you order from the lcbo Yep, there's actually, uh, I didn't know that they were doing that necessarily, but speaking from experience from work, um, there's a bunch of wineries. Yeah, that I've do heard that. that. You can order wine straight, straight or direct from the uh, winery, so that's cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that parcel arriving. I'm just hoping I'll get it by, uh, by Friday. And <laughs> then uh, I have some... some beers that some friends from Bose have handed over to me. They've kindly gifted us some beer at the holidays some of it's uh what do we have from them did they do new lang sign again this year they do but I'd, i don't have my hands on any of it yet i'd like to pick one up for new year's eve um yeah, that's good, good what beer. is it 80 shilling have you had that from bose no i haven't what is it again i'm gonna look it up right now so i can tell you but i'm excited to to try it because i know i have that'd a, be a, a scotch ale yeah it's from their farm table series um mm. Yeah, it's a, that's right, it's a Scottish-style ale, Yeah. 4.7%. Yeah, all the, all the shilling, <clears throat> the, the price shilling uh, beers are Scotch-style ales. So. Does the, what does it refer to again? Is it the alcohol strength? No, well, indirectly, it's the excise on the alcohol. Oh, that's right. But, like, something like a yeah. 60 shilling, or I think I've heard of something like that before, that refers to the lower the number, the lower the alcohol, isn't it? Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Exactly. Yeah, because you're paying more on the excise, and so I think like a full wee heavy is like a one twenty or something, uh -huh. and then yeah, it varies in between. Got them. it. So yeah, that's like a scotch. Yeah, one. so I'm pretty pretty psyched to try some of that because I've been hearing good things about it, and I I have one of my very own to try. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. What else? And I think we'll do a little bit of some beer trading around the brewery because everyone's been picking up different different things from different places. Yeah. Um, I have a buddy who came back from uh, Michigan two weeks ago, and he brought me some things. And uh, so some of that's probably going to make an appearance, uh, appearance Christmas Day. There's uh, some stone stuff. I've got a can of Dale's Pale Ale, which is just classic. Um, so that's that's all pretty exciting. You know what I didn't Do see you... in the LCBO this year that I usually pick up at this this time of year is the uh, the Rodenbach Vintage. Did that launch? Do you know? I thought that hit a while ago, like in late October or something. I think it's been and gone mm. now. Yeah. Snooze you lose. That's the story of my life. Yeah, that's a Did good you pick up anything specific for the holidays? I haven't actually done that shop no. yet. So <laughs> I have to pick up a case of beer because we do, um, our church does a Christmas Day lunch oh, yeah. for people in the community. Yeah. And uh, so they've. This year, it seems like a lot of people have come out of the woodwork, and I'm actually a little bit daunted at what I'm going to be presented with to serve. Um, it's going to be a real, real crapshoot. But uh, they've said all they actually need me to provide is just a, a single case of something. Um, but knowing that what we're probably going to have is like a lot of like 
Keith's type stuff, um, I might like totally go different and get like a flat of like Ephus or something <laughs> like that. Just get a very different beer to have on offer. Um, and there's 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 a little self-serving thing in that too and that uh, typically that out there beer that different beer compared to like the kind of standard cold yellow beer uh, doesn't move as much and um, that means i would get to then take the leftovers home so that's all right <laughs> doesn't sound like you're very much in the christmas spirit with that one <laughs> No, I'm trying to provide, you know, an interesting uh, alternative. And I'm also aware that in doing so, I might benefit. So. That's fair. It's a win-win. That's fair. No, it sounds like a fun time. Yeah, no, it should be good. So, and then, yeah, I've got to do the, with that, the usual pickup of like, what else do I need? I've actually got a lot of beer kind of kicking around the house right now, both production and homebrew. So I don't need too much of that. And yeah, we'll have to see. I'm going to probably pick up some wine for Erica just in case the, the homemade stuff isn't quite, uh, quite there yet. Um, but then, yeah, you need the high proof rum obvs. Cause what else are you going to light on fire? What and, else are you going to put uh, in your nog? Well, then this is it. So I'll get the big bottle of the high proof and we'll nog it up with that. And, uh, and yeah, I think that, I think that'll probably do it. I'll, I'll probably end up picking up some singles of something. You know, I've been, I've been a real sucker recently for the uh, refined fool stuff that you can get at the LC these days. They do, um, the pouch envy, the Australian uh, pale ale is really, really, really good. I like that beer a lot. So have you tried that? I have not. I feel like a few episodes back we talked about their beer, and I I'm yet to get my hands on any on any since that conversation. Mm. They do have it at the uh, at Loblaws as well. So oh yeah, cool. Plenty of plenty of options, but uh, with I guess the two Loblaws in kind of our area aren't really your local grocery stores, are they? Uh, I shop at the Leslie one fairly often when I'm I'm doing a Loblaws shop. I mm. love the store, but I find it pretty expensive, so I. I only go there for certain types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to mix it up a little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's sort of where I'm at. Now, do you have you tried any uh, like so I, I I think we probably even talked about this uh, last year and I mentioned it uh, in, in the last little quick app. But uh, I did a post a while back about like different things that you can do sort of like different uh adaptations to involve beer in uh, in the day uh, including like making like butter beer instead of eggnog and having your mimosa with like a belgian triple rather than with uh, with champagne or with whatever kind of fizzy uh, wine-based variant have you tried uh, any any of that sort of thing with your uh, holiday festivities not usually i will often use cider in uh instead of like broth sometimes for my stuffing so in terms of like cooking with beer i do that Mm, that Uh, yeah i love apples in my stuffing i always put apples in in the dressing so um i figured why not cider since it's apple based and delicious um i don't know we we typically do a lot of driving on christmas and this year it's nice because we're actually hosting mark's family for christmas dinner at our place on christmas day Mm, so given that i don't have to drive anywhere i think it'll you can get yeah i'll probably i'll probably change things up i mean it's my birthday after all so yeah have a little bit of fun let loose in my own place with my slippers on and the the single log fire roaring (laughs) (laughs) 
That's awesome. And you're doing like a, a trad. You're going to go like turkey and stuff and gravy. And I couldn't I couldn't imagine anything else. <laughs> I couldn't do it ever. Well, it's funny. I mean, like a lot of people do either like uh, uh, an alternate, like, they, they, you know, you get like a, a roast beef or something like that on Christmas, um, I think is, is not uncommon, especially in Canada. And then, of course, if you're a little bit more European, like like British, you might actually do a goose instead of a turkey. But yeah, for us, too, it was always turkey. Always. Yeah, I can. I don't what think I'll do ever waver from that. A turkey dinner is one of my favorite, my all-time favorite meals. And I, I love cooking one as well. So uh, there aren't enough occasions on which we... I guess celebrate by eating that. And so I look forward to it very much. Mm. Nice. Um, Okay. What about New Year's now with beer? This is a different, this is a different ball game altogether. As far as I'm concerned, do you have anything specific you do for New Year's? Are you doing it? You wouldn't do it at the brewery because you guys close before midnight. Well, technically we close, but uh, Uh, we may be there (laughs) to the wee hours. having some fun if you're you're nice. you're usually out of town right yeah. yeah we go up to uh, erica's cousin's cottage so we're so those yeah. are for those who are listening we're closed on new year's eve <laughs> we're closed on yeah. new year's eve at 9 p.m uh, at 6 o'clock p.m 6 p.m yeah i had the number upside down we want to get the team out of there so they can carry on with their evenings yeah with their evening fun but uh yeah, typically we'll get together with some close family and friends at the brewery on New Year's Eve and, and enjoy the place a little bit for ourselves. So it's a good time. Uh, and So you can literally organize a piss up in a brewery. <laughs> I, the, uh, the LCBO hasn't issued my permit yet, so I'll keep the details under wraps. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we really awesome. like to, to just like empty the cellar basically and clear out old bottles and crack those things that you've been waiting to try but haven't found an excuse and um yeah for for us new year's it's about drinking more of the uh the special special beers and really sharing unique things uh so i'm not gonna have a whole glass of something i'll just have a couple of sips but sort of spreading some of that around and especially for those who don't drink like i don't know more rare or unique or special styles of beer on a even semi-regular basis. I love just introducing mm-hmm. family and friends to new stuff that they wouldn't have otherwise tried, engaging their reactions. Totally. Yeah. So totally we really cool. go all out when it comes to that on New Year's Eve. Nice. We uh, So yeah, we go up to uh, the cottage and uh, up in uh, Havelock, if you know kind of the eastern cottage area. My cousin uh, and her well. family live in Havelock. Oh, right on. Yeah. So, and this is funny because I always say like, oh yeah, the cottage is on Belmont. You'd be surprised how many people I know cottage on Belmont. It's not that big a lake, relatively speaking. But uh, yeah, and there's a brewery on Belmont Lake, Belmont Lake Brewery. Really? Uh, Which is, yeah, it's a little, it's a guy who uh, worked with John at Church Key. And uh, it's, I mean, it's a legitimate business absolutely but you, you get the real feel it's a bit of a retirement kind of project so it's uh i think it's like a i want to say three heck uh set up and they often just kind of make one beer and and that's the beer for the week and sometimes there might be like two or maybe even three but it's like they're just kind of making stuff that they, they find interesting so they do a good mild and they have a nice porter and stuff like that all very english and and very cool but uh 
but we do um the big kind of thing for us is that uh, uh they have a really nice sauna at the cottage and uh so we have that fired up kind of all day new year's eve but uh we'll do a countdown with the kids at like 9 p.m and uh, uh erica's godparents her uh, cousins uh, parents are up and so th- that's when we kind of do that family thing and then they normally crash out before midnight and uh, kids are long asleep and so the, the the four of us will go out and sit in the sauna for the actual countdown and we normally miss it um, but we drink out there and uh, you know I'll have I'll do the same sort of thing where a couple of special bottles will take up especially I know Kevin uh, he likes his stouts and stuff like that, so try and bring up some cool like Imperials and that sort of thing. And he's actually stoked. He uh, picked up a bottle of Arrogant Bastard and knew nothing about it, just thought it was a funny name. And he was like, oh, what's it like? And I was like, oh, it's pretty hoppy. It might be pushing your threshold, but we'll drink that. And I'll take up some Kvike, obviously, for the, the sauna drinking. Although I suspect I might be the only one to really indulge in much of it because still 12 or 13% beer is... Uh, not in everyone's wheelhouse <laughs> but uh but yeah and just through the day just same sort of thing like oh let's try this let's see what this is like and just have a bit of bit of fun with that church key's not far um we often will hit uh, five paddles on the way out because it's kind of en route and so uh you kind of walk in there and like what do you got and grab a couple of bottles of whatever's on the shelf and you know just play and experiment so that's pretty cool it's a good way of doing it and then you know a lot of wine with dinner and uh uh, that sort of stuff so so yeah it's it's a very similar sort of uh environment just in a very different place i guess which is kind of cool that's super fun there's got to be so many new breweries out on that uh on that path from here to there as well like you mentioned stopping in at five paddles but i think fairly close by is brock street have you paid them a visit yet i have not but you are correct there and i think there are a couple others like not too too far from there yeah, I think you're right, and I also can't come up with them off the top. Yeah, but uh, it just got me thinking, like, on that little journey, if Erica and the children had uh, the desire and patience for it, you should try to stop at some other shops and grab stuff on the way. Yeah, they uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> they, um, I do well to get to five pounds. There you go. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, Let's just see. I've got Ontario uh, uh, Beverage Network opened up here. I'm trying to get the, there we go, get the map Just open. back to our conversation on the road and Baca while we were speaking. I looked it up on the LCBO website, and there's still plenty left at a few stores. Specifically, Summerhill has hundreds, so I'll be making a journey up there. Huh. Let's see. Yeah, Brock Street uh, Brewing Company in, it uh, looks like, Whitby. Apparently, Rouge River Brewing Company, which is... They're, uh, uh, they're in, not open yet. They're not open yet. Okay, that's like Scarborough, yep. North Scarborough. Uh, Man Antler. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to pay those guys a visit. They've... Uh, last year after the Ontario... Uh, what is it? The OBAs? The Ontario Beer Awards? They Brewing Awards? Yeah. They, the guys from that, from Man Antler came to the brewery and we hung out with them for a while. It was a great deal of fun. Uh, um, but I've still nice. yet to, to head, out, head out to their brewery. Are they in Bowmanville? Mm, I've just scrolled oh, past them. I think it's uh, Yep, yep, in Bowmanville, yeah. exactly. Um, a little further east, William Street Beer Company, which I wanted to say, and then I got gunshot. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, wait, they might be like in the, the Kitchener. No, Cambridge you're totally Bowl, right, Florida yeah. Area, but yeah. Uh, Northumberland Hills, it trails off there, I don't know, B Brewery something. Um, anything else? Anything? Else? Oh, yeah, uh, go north. Smith Havens. 
that's apparently in Peterborough. That I've never actually I've not heard, heard of that one before. Of course, Church Key, we mentioned them. Uh, well, there's a we wouldn't go as far as Napanee, but there's a brewery in Napanee. Uh, there's one in uh, Presqueel Point, Presqueel, however you say that. Presqueel. Uh, Wild Card Brewing in Trenton. This is all getting farther than we go. Like, that's further east, but it's still not too far. Country Road Beer Company in Wellington, which is near Sandbanks, which maybe I'll go to next summer when we do our annual pilgrimage to, uh, to Sandbanks. Oh, that's got to be a whole other episode. I have some good, uh, good tips on some stuff we saw when we were out there this year. We never oh, really yeah. recapped after we were out there on the same weekend. Yeah, we didn't, did we? Man, we had some amazing Norman Hardy wine. Ugh. Likewise. Gosh. The problem with going to Sandbanks is that there's so many good wineries, but you just want to go to Norman Hardy. There's so, oh, I, had, I had a lot of good stuff in a lot of places. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, visit to Hinterland. They do all sparkling. Mm. And then they have the County Road beer out back. Yeah. That's really, really, really nice experience. Oh, is that how it works? They're a winery with a brewery. Yeah, they're all attached, attached. and interconnected. I feel like we at least talked about this privately if we didn't Possibly, talk about it yeah. publicly. That I think, our, yeah, we were messaging about it at the time. Yeah. Anyway, when you're making your journey out to Havelock, you got to try to grab at least one new thing from a brewery you've never visited. Hmm, that's an interesting challenge. I accept, and I that will be my homework. I will report back what I picked up and from whence, and uh, and yeah, we can go with that. Um, I don't think there's anything really beer event wise worth talking about. I shouldn't say that that's terrible. <laughs> there probably is something that's probably worth talking about. Do you know of anything off the top of your head happening over the uh, holiday? Not over the holiday. I think people are generally pretty busy and distracted. So, no, not really. Yeah. Yeah, it gets it's it's a busy time of year. I know if you're in the city and on Christmas Day you're looking uh to just get the heck out of your house, your family's driving you crazy. Castro's Lounge does open Christmas Day at nine PM. Oh, nice. It's not really an event, but uh, just being open, places, yeah. A lot of places are not. Yeah. It's wall to wall with people and uh it's a ton of fun. And uh, everyone's there for basically the same reason. So there's no judgment. And uh, so that's a pretty cool thing to do if you're in the city and you're looking for a bit of fun. But uh, other than that, yeah, I got nothing between now and the new year. So, which isn't bad. Yeah, let's uh, reconvene then because there's a lot of winter stuff going on, but it's not uh, top of mind with holidays around the corner. Totally, totally, totally. All right, bit of a scattershot that episode, but uh, I'm amazed we kept it together given my tired state right now and your overworked state. That was uh, that was a high five, high five. Mandy. Boop. Um, and yeah, I think we're gonna take a little bit of time off. I don't think we're gonna record on. Is it Boxing Day? Is Monday? Oh gosh, that can come possibly. Yeah, we'll leave it off. Take a little bit of break. We we've done pretty good. We've had an ep out every week for three weeks Good job. four weeks Woo. yeah yeah go us that's awesome and uh so yeah we'll get back at it in a week or two have a very very safe and happy holidays out there um you know for all we're talking about drinking tons of the holidays don't be dumb about it right make sure you've got a safe way to get around and uh and 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 as well you know families can be tough but they can be lovely so make sure you can you know form some memories of the please time. yeah get home and, safely do not drink and drive yeah yeah, yeah. Drink at home, unless you're going to Castro's, in which case, take transit. And uh, Mandy, 
Happy birthday. Thank you. Merry Christmas to and you and the, the Schreier family. Merry Christmas, indeed. Tell uh, Jesus, if you see him, I said happy birthday, too. <laughs> okay, you'll, you're the one going to church, so you'll probably, <laughs> you'll probably get the opportunity, not me. But. Right, <laughs> but your birthday buddies. <laughs> I'm just birthday buddies with Desmond Tutu. Anyway, uh, have a great one. Uh, I will see you soon, I'm sure. And uh, for everyone listening, thanks. Thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, this is a ton of fun. And uh, yeah, looking forward to keeping on doing it. So have a very safe holidays and a happy, happy new year.